What's going on, everybody? Right. And we're back. Hey. Episode 12. Episode 12. It's kind of crazy to think that we've done 12 episodes. I know. I mean, we started this back in what? July. In July. I would say June, April. March? April? No, April, April. It was like towards the end of April that we started. Yeah. Um, when we started kind of like doing pilots, kind of doing demos. Oh, yeah. That's right. March is when we kind of took off full speed. And here we are. Right, so this has most definitely been a journey, I feel like. Yes, this is actually our season finale. Yeah, so. I'd like to be professional with it. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot planned for next season, but we're gonna take a little bit of a break for August and September. You know, we've got some big things coming up here soon that we wanna take care of. Um, so we wanted to round this out at 12 and just give one more episode because there's a lot going on. Right, I feel like there's been so much going on and it's like, oh my gosh, we should be talking about this. We should be talking about this. Right. We should be talking about this. <laughs> so I was like, let's do, you know, a final episode to kind of close it out strong. And then I'm really excited. Marcus and I have been talking about some things that we have planned for season two yes. of the show. And uh, I don't think anyone out there will be disappointed. Uh, when we come back bigger and better than ever. So, yes. So let's get started off with what the hell happened this past weekend. Sure. Um, you want to start or should I go? Uh, you can go. All right. Ladies um, first. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think. You know, for me, I always say that my weekend starts on Thursdays. So that's a celebration. That's how it goes. <laughs> and last Thursday, I had the opportunity to attend an event called Creative Sip. Um, it was sponsored by ILA Creative Studios. So shout out to Rachel and Brittany, um, if you're listening, ladies. It was an amazing event. What it was, it was just really kind of like a kickback of like, Fellow creatives like myself, so I mean, you had everyone there from, you know, social media people and consultants and people who are doing podcasts. It was such an eclectic mix of people in the room, but it was really great that we all kind of found similarities and common ground to like talk about and focus on. But I mean, it was just so, it was like really fun to just kind of mix and mingle and like network with people and um, give me that like boost of energy. Like, you know, I've taken on a lot of projects this summer. Right. Something to help you be inspired. Yeah. So it was mm -hmm. just like, it was something for me to kind of like help me like trudge through the rest of the summer and keep going with all of the things that I've said I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So that was Good. super fun. Good. Um, and then Saturday, no, that was, fr no, Friday was pretty chill. Mm -hmm. I feel like Saturday was pretty chill. We did. Orange is the New Black, mostly. Yes, yes. so um, we binged that. We, we're almost done with the season, honestly. Yeah. I feel so. like we made a lot of good headway over yeah. the weekend. Um, what are we Orange on, episode 9 or 10? Something like that. Okay, yeah. Um, we won't talk about that right now because we're not done yet. But I'm, I know people who are already done with Orange is the New Black. So Yeah, like this girl I work with, she's like, oh, baby, you need to catch up. I'm like... Girl, we got <laughs> lives. So, um, <laughs> but... It, like I'm happy with what I've seen so far mm -hmm. uh, from the show. But Me too. I'm interested. I'm intrigued to see where this is going to go and like if if this is going to be resolved. Right. I think that we need to try to figure out how are the girls between who are in 
Ohio slash the girls who are left back at Max, how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to give too much away for those who haven't seen it, but um, quite a few new characters as well. Yes. Not all of them I'm crazy. I don't, I really don't think that there's any that I'm crazy about. Any of like the new characters that I'm like, right. oh, yay, like, yeah. glad you're here. I don't think so either. Yeah, I was thinking, I mean, there's some security guards that, you know, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talent on the security guard team. Um, <laughs> that we're calling there's it. A lot of, yes, yeah, there's, there's a lot, a lot of, of talent, talent this season mm-hmm. when it comes to the prison guards. Yes, and it's just like, is. okay, like, okay, yeah. So The movie went um, to a second round audition. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, that's nice, right? Mm-hmm. That's always like a nice like piece to have. I feel like they gave us a little taste last season right. with the one prison guard, but right. then like, this season they just come there just popping up like everywhere Mm -hmm. um but yeah so that was fun um saturday night was just kind of chill me and the old man kicking back and then sunday um you know i've been talking to you talking to the listeners about me wanting to get back into church and get on a regular schedule so sunday Mm -hmm. i made it happen i got back to church um and it was yeah it was everything that like I had been missing and everything that I wanted. So it was just right. really good. And then, like, he started talking about just, like, a lot of different things that might have not necessarily... I mean, I, that did speak to me, but I felt like we're also speaking to, like, lots of my friend group as mm-hmm. well. Um, and just, like, talking about, like, kind of going through obstacles and, and remaining, like, resilient through that. So it was just, yeah, it was a really good weekend. I was glad that I kind of capped it with getting back into church um, like I said I was going to. So that was my weekend. What Good. about you? Um, and then, I mean, you, we pretty much covered the most of it. And then on Sunday we had um, a little friend get together. To oh, yeah, we did do that. Re- uh, what? Okay. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that. We <laughs> did have. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah, so we had a little friend get together just to catch up and rejuvenate and hear stories. You know, everybody's been busy on the go. Um, there's a lot of changes in, in, in the future here coming up in August. And so we needed to kind of touch base with everybody. Uh, it was very good. I liked it. It was I, I had a great time. It was great. I was the help. I was cooking. <laughs> you, good so. food, good friends, and good conversation. That's what we'll leave it at. Yeah, so. but no, it was good. It was a good little event. I forgot that that was a part of the weekend as well. That was really good. Yes, no, that was a, so. It really, it was a really good weekend. Yes. Wow. I wa- I want to be able to like translate the kind of the conversations we had into a roundtable talk at some point. I think, I think that would be, be good. Really season two, good. season two. Yes, I think that would be really good because we did have lots of really good conversations mm-hmm. about religion and about. Um, Past you know, childhoods, growing yeah, up, yeah, like childhood, and growing up, dating, really, and, and like the stuff. whole like you know being on the spectrum, right. like where you are, like where people are on the spectrum. So, right, yeah, okay. Well, that's pretty much everything from this weekend. I covered yeah. too. So, all right, on to church announcements. Let's pass around the collection plate. Let's get it popping. <laughs> Yes. Uh, but church announcements. I'll let you go first this time. Okay. Um. What well, you, I feel like. I mean, just jump in whenever it doesn't matter. Okay. Um. New beginnings because I feel like this kind of encompasses a lot of things for both of us. Um. August is a month of new beginnings. I will say that for the past few weeks, I have been saying I didn't really have any church announcements. That's because I had been kind of in development on a lot of different things. I have been on the job search, the job hunt 
for well over maybe a month and a half now. Um, and I can proudly officially announce that I have a job. Yay! So, boom, 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 boom. Um, I actually started a week Shut ago. Up. So, um, got all of that settled and just wanted to make sure that that transition was smooth. And then also, Trent and I are, um, we are splitting up. We are... We are ir- irreconcilable difference, reconcilable differences, and we just want you to know this is not your fault. This is <laughs> no way. We both still love you right. very much. We still much. love you. No, Me, um, Trent, Trent, everyone. We I think we've mentioned this before. Trent and I live together, and we have lived together for the past year. And our lease is coming up, and we have decided to part. Re- well, true. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> no, what we're not going to yes, over a year. We have decided to part ways because it is time for us to. Get our own spaces. And blossom. Yeah, blossom blossom. as individuals. Obviously, we will still be seeing each other, but our space is needed. We both know that. You know, Trent lives a very lavish lifestyle and likes, you know, these sprawling estates. Oh, gosh. And I can no longer afford that. (laughs) No, no, no. So, therefore, I need to look for something a a little bit more Okay, she's giving us narrative. (laughs) I need need something a little more affordable. She's giving us narrative. Because Trent is transitioning into more estate No, 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 no. So, (laughs) therefore, I had to say... No thanks. Here you go. No, she's giving us narrative. Um, she's giving us a lot right now. I'm but just, facts are facts. No. Okay. So basically, yes. Yeah. So we are both apartment searching. Yes. Um, and trying to make that happen. Um, which you know, it's always a toss up. I, you know, I, who said it? Was it Sarah Jessica Parker in Sex and the City? What she saying? She was like trying to find a good apartment in New York. Is like trying to find like a. Like a man, it's like yeah, dating. it's like, like just like dating. Yeah, yeah, so it's just all like trying to figure out like the best mm-hmm. potential match for you. I feel like I've been running into like it's either nice and spacious, but there's nothing around, mm-hmm. and I don't drive here in Chicago, um, so like I like to have things pretty close, or it has like everything that I'm looking for, but it's like the size of a matchbox. Of a, yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And it's just, really right. it's it's frustrating. I have some things open and I have some areas that I'm looking at. Um, so I'm just trying to remain open to that and like be as flexible as possible, knowing that I can't have like everything mm-hmm. uh, that my heart desires. Um, <laughs> you have to pick your heart desires. You have yeah. to pick at least two or three things and be able to be flexible on the rest. Yeah, I just don't understand what's so hard though. I mean, like why can't I have a two bedroom apartment, central air, dishwasher with a balcony, um and stainless steel appliances. I can tell you what's so hard um, your budget. You know, downtown all for eleven hundred. Like I don't see why that's like an issue. I just don't understand why that's an issue. It's not an issue. No, um, but yeah. So like you know, just trying to be, you know, um flexible and right. open to whatever. I think whatever space that I pick, of course it's gonna be gorgeous. Like I'm gonna make it gorgeous. Right. Um, and it's going to be, you know, a place where I can entertain and have fun. But it's all about, it's a, it's a vibe, too. It really is. I'm kind of the same way. I'm a little more flexible on, like, where. And I don't feel like I necessarily need as much space as you. But my importance, my my main things are a good kitchen and a good bathroom. Mm. Like, I need a 
decent. Don't give me no, you went to the swap meet and grabbed the fridge and microwave and the, the stove that right. all don't match. Like, I'm not having it. Right. Or a bathroom that, you know, looks like somebody died in there. One thing I've learned, too, it's a vibe also with, like, the land person, like yeah. the landlord. Mm-hmm. Like, Who's you also need charged? to pay attention to that vibe as well. Like, while that's as something I don't, know. I don't think that I've ever, like, really thought about or cared about, but, like, it's really important. And mm-hmm. if you kind of take that for granted, like, you know what? If you're listening to this and you have a really good relationship with your landlord, do something nice for them. Give them, you know, a treat. Give a them a hug. Card this like, year. it's actually or like a gift card. It is a relationship that takes work. <laughs> it's like um, a marriage. Yeah, like, it's, it can be really tough. And I feel like we're kind of like projecting some of our own experiences <laughs> that we've had this past year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, that's something I've also paid attention to. It's just like, oh, what's the vibe of the person that's actually showing me the apartment? Right. So, so um, what else? So the last thing is, is like, you know, I've been always saying like vacation. I need to take like a vacation. Like mm-hmm. the summer's getting away from me. And like you've been doing. Maybe the summer's gone. You've been doing like, you've been going like times 10. You've been going right. like 80 miles an hour. Um, so figure out vacation. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I was like, so what can we do? And I did make a little splurge. Um, and I decided to go to On The Run too. So I'm going to be going to On The Run 2 in, mm-hmm. in nine days. I'm nine actually really days. excited. Um, and so it sucks that I won't be able to kind of share with listeners my ideas and things about like On The Run Pay attention to our Instagram. I might do, you know, yeah. a quick update or something yeah. like that or during that some time. some videos during the concert. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I'm really excited about that. And that's going to kind of be like a staycation. Now, who are you going I think with? with. Um, so it's going to be me, my old man, some of his friends, um, and possibly some of our friends. Mm-hmm. I have to kind of take into account Make that some happen. of those things. Okay. So yeah. They feel neglected because you planned all of this without them, even though they're going. So make sure that you include them, please. Mm, what? What do you mean, what? <laughs> but they didn't tell me that they were going either, so... Yeah, they did. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. okay. That's another conversation for another time. Once again, Work. I feel like I'm okay. always being made to look like the villain on the show <laughs> don't and I'm being even. edited to don't look that even. way um, okay. like I don't okay. care about like Work. I have many pockets of friends you do and like you know I don't mm-hmm. need as and we so, know from the last episode I don't need gay friends <laughs> <laughs> um, you have many pockets so, of friends which means some friends get lost in pockets that you didn't even know you no had. one, no one gets lost ever and with the, me in your jeans no no so, one gets lost you can't you get lost I'm the compass I'm the direction that you need mm-hmm. so all right, that's all we've got for church. Is that everything for church announcements? That's it for me. Boom. Let's get into Tardy for the Party. Okay, there are just two main things I want to talk about for Tardy for the Party, and they're not even TV shows. They are organizations, publications, and um, media companies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are Tardy for the Party. All right. So, first up, Vogue. Vogue is tardy for the party. I would agree with this one, you for sure. You cannot tell me that in 126 years of American Vogue, there has never been a black photographer. I believe it. 
And so this comes from because Beyonce has been given full editorial control over the September September issue, which is by far the most important issue of any magazine because it represents the fall fashions and everything happening in the next year as well. So the okay. September issue is the most important issue of the year. Beyonce's got full control of it. She hired a black photographer to do her spread. Now, wait. Isn't it black photographer for the cover? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. 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 I believe it. House. I House way. 126 I years this mm-hmm. issue has been in publication. No black photographer for the cover ever? I believe it. I personally can believe it. I think I, I don't think it's right. I think it's ridiculous that this is now just happening um in all of this time. It's mind boggling that in twenty eighteen yeah. we're still doing firsts. Yeah. Like what? But I think for a publication like Vogue, which it is, it seems like to be a very small circle of the people that are like at the head and so they're probably using their friends using their Mm -hmm. like people that over and over again like Mm -hmm. those connections that they've made and so i could could totally believe it i could totally see it um i don't think it's right i'm happy that this um young black photographer is getting uh, is going to be able to get yeah like which is whoa like who can say that right like fresh out of school 23 i was 23, I was crying at the movie theater looking for a job. Yeah, so. I think that that's just amazing. Um, And of course, leave it to Beyonce to be the one to to make this happen. Yeah, Beyonce Beyonce said, look, I am not going to play with you hoes. Like, Y'all gonna we're gonna make this black. I'm not surprised. I bet she, this is gonna be the blackest issue. This is ever. gonna be ebony. <laughs> this is gonna be ebony Essence. and jet and Essence all rolled into one with yes. Vogue's just name at the Vogue, top. Right. I just I am so excited to see how this is going to look because it'll be coming out here soon because it's already August. So so I'll be very intrigued. Um, the other reason why Vogue is tardy for the party is because Rihanna is the first black woman. To grace the September issue cover of British Vogue. Now, that's a little harder to believe for me. Like? For me, that's a little harder to believe. Just how sway. I feel like, I don't even know. I, like, you know, with us in America, you know that there's been like this like long right. history of, you know, racism. But this and is the UK, though. But this is the UK. And while you don't necessarily think that there might be those same like mm-hmm. ideas and those same um, instances there... There probably is in some way, shape, or form. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, I, and this just crossed my mind. This, I may need to do some research on this. Naomi Campbell has never been on the September very, issue. That would be very surprising. Like I said, like... Of British Vogue. She is surprising. British. I don't know. Grace Jones I has never been on the September issue of British Vogue. September issue. Yeah, like it was very specific. Like, Brianna is the first black woman to be on the oh, September wow, that issue. Is such a reach. The cover of the September issue so, you of know what? British Vogue. You just said in 2018 we're doing first because we still, because people will do all of those like little intricate. Right. Like, well, and the I reason why they're saying the September issue is because the September is the most, most important, important issue. No, I totally get that. So, but hey, I mean. But, like, for real Naomi, no. No Tyra, no Naomi, no Grace. I I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Fact checkers, fact checkers. Yeah. Let let us see. Because, like like I said, I mean, you would think that there aren't those things still, like, um, going on. But sometimes there are. And then I also feel like as though we as a people, sometimes we like to get very intricate with the details and be like, I am the first black president of the school who was a Gemini <laughs> and, and 
also taking <laughs> AP science. Like what? Like, but you know, hey, celebrate it. Right. You know, celebrate these accomplishments because they are. You know, they're they're all. While they might seem like small nuggets, they're all in that foundation of excellence that we need to build to give someone else the platform who's coming after us. Mm-hmm. So, um, the other thing I want to talk about is MTV's VMAs. Now, the Video Vanguard Award um, has been very black. And apparently now it's not so much. So we know the first. Well, so the first ever Video Vanguard Award was Beyonce, and then right after that was Rihanna, and then last year was Pink, and now this year is apparently going to J Lo. Now the question is, is that there's been a huge campaign out there saying that Missy Elliott should have gotten. Did you say Justin Timberlake got it one time? No, Justin. I thought he got it one time. Justin, the Video Vanguard Award. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I think you're right. I thought Justin Timberlake got it one time. I think he did. He did that like 30 minute set. I think. Yeah, it was long. I remember that. I think. Yeah, but I think Beyonce was the very first. What? No, that might have been a different award. I think that might have been a Justin. That might have been a different award. I don't know. They took a break for a little while. That's why. Oh, okay. okay. So Justin Timberlake, I guess, reestablished it back in 2013. There we go. And then Beyonce's 2014, Kanye 2015, Rihanna 2016, Pink 2017, and now J Lo 2018. But again, like I said, people are getting loud and out there and mad saying that it should have gone to Missy Elliott and there's been a huge campaign. And I for one agree. And you know I love Missy J Lo. But Missy You stand for J Lo. I don't stand for J Lo. I don't stand for anybody. But I Um, like me some J Lo. But Missy definitely deserves it. I agree. Missy Elliott most definitely should have that in the bag. Um, she has produced epic video after epic video. She's a legend. Yeah. I mean her career is probably ten times Longer than JLo's. I would totally agree that. And, and I would say Missy Elliott also has a more multifaceted career. It's not right. just like the one. Like she, she writes, she produces, she sings, she raps. Like I right. feel like it's all encompassing. And so I would agree in saying that she should have been an honoree before. Um, yeah. She should have been an honoree before Rihanna, honestly. <laughs> I would agree. I would say she should have also been an honoree before Britney. I agree with that too. And Brittany so, was in 2011. So I think for me, hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, shame on you, MTV. Make sure that she gets it next year. If I was her, I would be like, I don't want it. No, I mean, you know, it's just not your time. It's not the time. So. Now watch BET turn around and try to. They might as well, and they should. Like. Look, what was what the award Anita Baker got? The. What is it? It's not the humanitarian. It's the Lifetime Achievement Award. It's just okay. the BET yeah. Lifetime Achievement Award. BET's going to turn around and be like, Missy Elliott, Lifetime Achievement Award. As she should. As she, I mean, she should. She deserves all of that. She needs to get all of that. So. You know what I say? Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Right. Honey. So Say that. Say um, that. You, that's the motto I so. live by. <laughs> um, what else do you have for Tardy for the Party? That's it. That's all I've got for Tardy for the Party. So I just... Vogue, Step It Up, MTV. I don't even know what to say to you right now. And let now. the viewers vote. Like, how about that? Like, can I the think, viewers vote? Yeah, I think, obviously not. I think this is some of a, I don't know how they make this decision. Um, but yeah, I, that would be, I would be very intrigued to know how they make this decision. But apparently, they no, no public interaction. No votes. No public votes. Interesting. Okay. Okay, that's all I got for Tardy for the Party. All right, let's move on to Fizz or Flat. 
Fizz or flat? All right, so first up, I want to talk about the opening of the I Promise School. All right, so LeBron James, who we all know in the athletic arena, um, has decided to... I mean, he's always been philanthropic. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that was a big part mm-hmm. um, of, you know, that's always been a big part of who he is and giving back to his community um, back in Ohio. But he's recently opened up the I Promise School. So yesterday was the first day that the school opened up with 240 students yeah. in Ohio. Um, and right now it's featuring only third and fourth grade students. Mm-hmm. And so when I was looking at kind of like the model of how it how it plans to build over from now up until the year 2022, it plans to add on, um, you know, maybe two to three grades a year mm-hmm. so that the school is growing smartly. Okay. Um, but when I started to kind of like look at everything that the students are offered as well as the parents, like this is revolutionary type stuff like i won't say he's he's the first to do it like there's other schools that also have this really hands-on holistic piece to them so Mm -hmm. i mean i work in education and um have seen like other schools like um maybe not doing the exact same thing but you know somewhat similar so like maybe like kip schools or kip academies they have some of these pieces to them Mm -hmm. um but like when you think about so the I Promise School, when you think about some of these things, I just want you to kind of listen to some of the things that LeBron is offering the students. Um, so it's focusing on accelerated learning, meaning that it's not going to be a traditional school year. Right, so there's going to be longer classes, and it's also going to have different types of breaks it's throughout the year. year too, yeah, right? like a longer school year. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's really cool to try to get them on the right track. So the students that are coming into this school are coming from schools that have received at risk. Yes, like at-risk schools that have received F's in student progress. Mm -hmm. And so wanting to help close that achievement gap and getting them where they need to be is part of the accelerated learning, which I personally love. Also providing job placement assistance for parents is going to be a huge one. Um, And helping, you know, parents also kind of be able to provide for the students. And so giving them the resources to not only like here's the school giving you everything but like let me help you mm-hmm. you know let me teach you how to fish so that you can make this happen for your own right um having an on-site food bank which is huge and paramount like i said i work in education and i work with students who come from low-income families and you would be surprised how much of a struggle it is for breakfast and lunch on a daily basis and trying to keep that up throughout the year so That touched my heart. Students get free breakfast and free lunch. Right. They get free breakfast and free lunch, but there's also a food bank because if you're not going to be at school on the weekends, you might, you know, you shouldn't go hungry Mm -hmm. during those times or you shouldn't go hungry if you don't have anything to eat for dinner. Um, Every student's getting a bike um, to help with like the transportation. I feel like that was more of like a nod to LeBron. He always talked about how we get through Mm -hmm. um, his old neighborhood through a bike or something mm-hmm. like, some or story like that neighborhood the bad parts of his neighborhood on his bike that's it mm-hmm. yes um and then the free college tuition for the university of akron to all of the graduates starting in the year 2021 which i thought was also really cool really amazing a pretty huge commitment um on his part i'm sure that it's not only him that's funding this but right. also like I'm sure people akron, around the university of akron yeah for sure it's like we're going to partner with you on yeah. this as well so so but they have to graduate high school right okay that is that is the the piece um the school is going to be focused pretty heavily on stem which you know science technology engineering and math which is great um and really trying to help like solidify jobs for the future i am 
in love with this man as of right now. Like, <laughs> I am so glad to see something like this. And kind of, you know, it's really inspiring to kind of see someone who it's not necessarily your, this is not necessarily his field, right? Like, right. education is not his field. But getting the people and putting the people in place so that to he make can, happen, to make yeah. it happen is mm-hmm. what's the most inspiring to me. Okay, so now I've got a couple of questions. So if this is starting off with third and fourth grade, and mm-hmm. do we know how, are they expanding up or are they expanding down in the future, like so, for future years? So what will happen is that they'll do third and fourth grade, mm-hmm. right? And then next year they will have um, they'll add on like fifth mm-hmm. and second. Okay. And then that's how. So it's kind of it starts in the middle, and then it will like branch out. Oh, so the kids who start in third grade now have the potential to stay with this school all the way up until. Mm-hmm. But what about the kids in fourth grade? So what they'll go into fifth them? grade next year. So next, so it starts with third and fourth grade this year. Oh, so they'll be the able to fifth uh, grade. Gotcha. Yeah, they'll go, and so then that following year they'll be six. Yep. Gotcha. So that first okay. class. Will go all the way through. Okay, so that was, um, that's what was my concern. It was like, well, we're not dropping these kids back off in regular school after this year. No. Okay. No, that is not the plan. So the idea is that they'll kind of start, like like I said, in that middle and then right. go. But the idea is, is that once they finish that K through 8, mm-hmm. once they get, th- I mean, well, not K through 8, but once they get to that 8th grade, they should be on the same level as those students who are going into high school who right. are not coming from at-risk schools. Okay. So with this accelerated, excuse me, accelerated learning, that they'll be able to go into a different school, a and different place, and function and properly excel. and be on the same. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I give this a fizz. Oh, this is a total fizz for me. Like, big ups to you, LeBron. Like, I'm so, um, yeah, I'm so taken aback by this. Like, I just love, you know, everything I read. I can't stop watching videos about it. Um, so that was the first thing I wanted to talk about. Nice. Just fizz for LeBron. Let's give it up some snaps, fizz. y'all. Like this is the type of fizz that like strips a penny. Right. So okay. Next up, uh, following in the vein of Bad Boy, following in the vein of Motown, to celebrate the 25 years, Jermaine Dupree has celebrate is announcing a so so death tour. Okay. I need to know the acts that are going to be on this tour before I give a fizz or flat. So See. please, let's just start there. So, of course. Is Escape yeah. going to be on there? You know Escape is going to be there. Is Candy so. going to be with them? Now, that I cannot tell you. Mm. Um, but it's going to feature Bow Wow. It's going to feature pass. Jagged Edge. Okay. Um, the, the Brat. Like, mm, pass. What? I mean, keep going. Who else? Don't do that. Um, Bow Wow. You already said that. Pass. Oh, um, <laughs> Pass again. <laughs> First off, don't come for Bow Wow. Don't. Bow Wow, his name is Shad Moss. Okay. Don't come for Bow Wow like that. he needs to sit down somewhere. Because I think you are, I don't know what you have against him, but that man so has you some hits. three groups. That's it? Um, I'm sure that there will be more. I have to go back and look and see who else is on there. Wasn't Drew Hill a part of So So Deaf? I don't feel like it. Maybe. Thought they were, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Let me see. So. Um, but yeah, so like it's going to be 11 cities starting in October. Uh, it's pretty quick. It's going to be a pretty quick tour. Okay. 11 cities, um, and it's going to end like right before Thanksgiving. So we're talking Escape, Jagged Edge, The Brat, Bow Wow, and Jermaine. Jermaine. I'm sure there's going to be others on there. Hold on. Let me um, pull it up really quickly. Honestly, but, hell, that's all I remember from So So Deaf. 
And you know what? There might be some extra people that we don't know. Maybe past. you know, um, like Anthony Hamilton. I'm sure he's going to be on there. Let me look it Was up. Is he so so deaf? Yes. Oh yeah. So like, come on, like. Yeah, like Escape the Brat, Jagged Edge, Bow Wow. Of course, Anthony Hamilton is going to be there. Bone Crusher, Young Bloods, then Franchise Boys, and and Jaquan. Pass, pass, pass. And you're a hater because Tipsy was a. I remember Bone Crusher. I look. I'm going to be no. I'm going to be Chicken Head, Chicken Head into Tipsy all night long. Now I might. I I will have to see what the the tickets are, and that's all you need. I'll see so what the tickets go are. Sing his one hit and right? that's it. Opening act. Dondria was on So So Deaf. She should come. She ain't got nothing to do. She Why can not? do You're the One. Um, she had but a couple of songs. Anthony Hamilton, Bone Crusher, Young Bloods. Them franchise boys, like, we're going to be leaning with it and rocking with it. I'm. This is a fifth. Okay. This is a fifth for me for sure. Like, I think that they so are wait. following in the same vein, of course, as the Bad Boy Tour. Um, and other, you know, people who have celebrated, you know, 25 years. On here it says 3LW was part of Silsa Death. Ugh, no, I don't want to see them. I'm sorry. I'm sure a lot of people would be very, no, very... T- Tasha, look, let me say, Tasha St. Patrick is not <laughs> coming down for no 3LW reunion. You could forget it. What about Adrian Play a please. Play a please. She's not gonna do it. That she that was not her. That was Keely. That Ke- Keely. That's what I'm saying. Play a please. Um, it's Keely not gonna ain't got do it. To do, so she could go and sing the now, hits. Uh uh-uh. uh. Now what she should happen is they should do a Cheetah Girls reunion. Now I'll Raven be down for got, that. Raven ain't got but, time um, for that. Raven does have time for that. Where's she at? She's on a sh- she's on a highly rated show on what? the Disney Channel. Baby. Raven's home. Yeah, child. The, pop- the most popular show on their channel right now. Thank you very much. Boo. So Ra- Raven's boo, booked, boo, boo. booked and busy. But um, why you here? But anyway, so for the social death tour, like I said, I don't know how much these tickets are going to be, but I'm I'm here for it. Flat. I'm going to give it a fizz just because Flat. I want to lean with it, rock with it. Flat. I want to get tipsy. Um, I want to bounce with me, bounce with me. I want to do all of that. Whose song was that? That was Bow Wow. And like, why can't I? No, like, it wasn't. That was bounce Jay-Z. with me, bounce with me. All I wanna do is see you bounce with me, bounce what song with was me. That? Turn around and hit the floor, bounce with me, bounce with me. That's why it's a flat for me, child. I never heard that song from Bow Wow. Bounce with me. That is the jam. I never heard that Bow Wow. You know what? We're gonna insert a small clip right here. No, we not. We need that trash on. Yeah, because that that was the jam. Flat. That was the jam, and Bow Wow was so cute back in the day. Still, but flat, 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 flat today. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm going to give this a fizz for me. Congratulations, so so deaf on celebrating 25 years. We will see you in the fall. I mean, whatever. All right. So next up, other big moves happening this week. Of mm-hmm. course, I want to give a shout out to all of my young creatives coming up. Um, so people who may have started out like YouTube and podcasting, those types of things. Uh, number one for sure, it was announced that Kid Fury is going to be partnering with um, Lena, Lena Way to do an HBO comedy I series. Really excited about that. She's EP. Um, yeah, and so like it's going to be really cool. It's supposed to be about you know kind of navigating the world as you know gay, black, young, uh, which is some content that we, we need. need. We yes. most definitely need that. Thank you, uh, Pose. Thank you, everyone else who's doing things like that. But mm-hmm. I think that this could be a really um, cool, smart comedy. I'm excited um, to see that it. will give us like you know give us some in- 
insecure type stuff, but right. for us. Uh, so I'm really excited about queer individuals. This. I'm really excited about this coming um, and can't wait for it to come. Okay. So what else? Um, that's number one. Um, the other one that uh, was announced this week was Euphoria. Mm-hmm. HBO as well. What Shout is out that? to HBO. HBO was doing the damn thing. So Euphoria is a show that's just got the green light starring Zendaya. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So um, Euphoria is basically, um, it's set in a high, it's like set for with high school students. Mm -hmm. Zendaya is going to be playing a high school student. And it kind of talks about, you know, it's like a coming of age series about, you know, dealing with sex and Mm -hmm. drugs and alcohol and, you know, all of those types of things. Nice. Um, Who signed on to EP, you might ask? Drake has signed on to be an executive producer of the show, along with his manager, Future the Prince. So both of them will be there um, at the helm to do um, executive producing for the Mm -hmm. show. But once again, like, I feel like shows, sorry, series like Euphoria, series like what this will be for Kid Fury, Mm -hmm. Pose, like, it's our time, baby. Like, that's what it's feeling like. And so I just hope that, you know... I haven't seen what these shows are going to produce yet, but I'm really excited for them and what they'll bring to the to the community, to I the think, culture. Yeah, to the culture. Um, I got one more to add to your list. I just read today that it has been announced, or it's a go, that they're doing a reboot of Living Single. Oh, wow. How do mm. we feel about that? I'm not so sure how I feel about that yet. But like who? Right. That they're doing a Living Single reboot. Mm-mm. For, like, on what? Netflix? TV? I don't know. I don't think it's been attributed to a a network yet, but... I don't know. I'd have to get the... I'd have to get all the details. Because I need to be in the casting room. I need to be on the cast. I don't know if I need to be in the cast. I can see you playing, like, a Kyle Barker. That would be... I I can see you being Kyle. Like, hardcore. That That's a very... Actually, I take that back. I'm not quite sure I'd want to be on the cast. Because it's a very, very heavy... Heavy wears the show, you know. The, uh, Living Single is an iconic show. Yeah, Friends is ripped it's, off it's of Living be, Single. It's a That's very, how iconic Living yeah, Single is. It's going to be a very um, so some big that, shoes to fill for whoever yeah. comes in. Um, I don't know if I can see him. Kyle though. I can see you as Kyle, Kyle? Barker. Mm-hmm. I could. Interesting. Yeah, I, I want to be Maxine though. No, I can't see you as Maxine. <laughs> I will give you a Kyle Barker. But I want to be Maxine. Day. No. She was my favorite. She might be your favorite, but I see you more as a Kyle. I don't know about that. I think that that's going to be, that's who I'm going to cast you as. But I, I need to be in the casting room. And I need, you know what? I need to be at the creative table because this, it, it needs to be done. I don't even I mean, know. And it's going to have to be updated for, you know, 2018 sake, so 2019 sake. But like, it still needs to have kind of the same concept, the same dynamic. I don't know. But, you know, just a little fresher take, I guess. Uh, casting is going to be very important. I think that is the key. Because we've seen some reboots in the past that have flopped because of casting. Quote, unquote, Charlie's Angels. Won't they just stop? Quote, unquote, this I don't know how I don't know how I feel about it. That they're trying to bring back. I'm not going to be able to give this a fizz or flat or anything because... Now I just have some anxiety. I have too much anxiety around this. Like, Living Single is an iconic show. Like, and they can't play with it. It's not something that you can play with. It's not something that you should play with. Mm-mm. Like, do they have a stamp from anybody? Has Queen Latifah given the stamp? Has right, Kim she... Coles? Has, yeah. um, has, you know, Kim Fields given the stamp? Mm-hmm. 
Erica Alexander, like no one, T.C. Carson even. I don't know. Okay, so, you know, like we just need to be very careful, mindful. Who have, excuse me, whoever's <laughs> doing this that, uh, this Levin Single reboot, let's be mindful. Let's make sure that we get endorsements. That's I all agree. I'm going to say. Okay, I agree. Um, that all you got for Fizz or Flat? That's all I have for Fizz Flat. Shout out to HBO. I'm so excited about your programming. I can't wait till I have my own show. Shout out to Everybody there. Black. Right. <laughs> Basically. All right, let's move along to Gaze of Our Lives. I just had to like pronounce every yes. single syllable. What was that, that about? <laughs> okay, so gaze of our lives. I, this is going to be a topic that's kind of pulling from last time topic, maybe a little bit. Uh, so number one, the whole this whole Kim Kardashian Tyson Beckford little drama that popped off. What was that yesterday? I think maybe yesterday, the day before. So for those who don't know, Kim Kardashian posted something to her Instagram. Just an outfit she was wearing. An outfit that she was wearing. Tyson Beckford commented on it saying her plastic surgery. Her plastic surgeon, you know, effed up. He didn't do something right. Like her hips. It didn't look good on her. It didn't look good. I'm not a fan of it. You know, anything like that. Kim came with the clap back of, oh, sit, hey, sis, we all know why you are not here for it. We know why it's We know why you're not a fan. Yeah, we know why you're not a fan. Like like frog emoji, nail emoji, the little nail painting, and then like the tea sip Mm -hmm. emoji. Basically insinuating that Tyson Bedford was gay. Um, Shortly thereafter, honey, the gays, the straights, I feel like everybody, like, when when you are a Kardashian, like, you have to know that anything and everything that you say, they want to turn into a negative Mm -hmm. space. They want to bring it to a negative space. So, like, why even give them that fodder? But, I mean, basically, that's what they did. They dragged Kim, calling her homophobic, saying that this was so um, different from what she she says that she preaches and what she says that she's about, which Mm -hmm. is being an ally for the LGBT community um, and those types of things. Do I, personally, do I think Kim Kardashian is homophobic? No. Do I feel like she said something that was problematic? Like the idea that you are, your clap back is insinuating that someone is gay as, as meaning like, yeah, like yeah, that's something like, wrong with that. Like that is problematic. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she was really thinking about it. I think that, um, yeah, I think that this was just something that she wasn't thinking about. Mm-hmm. But what it brings closer or what it kind of, what I looked at it was, is like, who are the gays in her camp? Right. Which there there are plenty. There are plenty. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> um who's checking her on that? Who gonna and check like, me, boo? And like who's checking her on that? Nobody. And like what does that make them feel like? And so basically what I wanna kind of get around is this whole idea of girls and gays being friends. And how do you reconcile that when, you know, you have someone who is maybe saying problematic things, but is not mm-hmm. necessarily in the community, but you know that they have love for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's been this really weird... It's funny that you mentioned that last part, too, because on social media this week, especially on Twitter, I've been reading a lot about um, 
gays and straight women. There's been a kind of a headbutting this I week. I feel like there's always been. Because apparently, number one, um, for number one for what Kim was talking about as far as insinuating somebody being gay as a negative connotation. Number two, for Kim, I guess, appropriating black culture or black, black speak, you know, black vocabulary and stuff like that. And then number three, the whole concept of a straight woman having a, a straight woman having a gay best friend. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of people comment yeah. on either of those topics talking about how why can't we just be a friend, you know, and and commenting that straight women on the only reason why a lot of straight women like gay guys is because they view them as an accessory. Right. Or something yeah. not necessarily like a genuine friendship. Mm-hmm. It's something that they can show off or parade around and say or brag about, you know. And so this is a very interesting topic. Um I don't really know how I feel about some of these as because I I've used the term fag hag in the past. Um, I feel like I have a fag hag, but I don't refer to her as that. Like we just hit it off so well at my mm-hmm. last place where I worked that you know we you know we enjoyed each other's company. I got to talk to her about things, and she was kind of you know empathizing with that. She talked to me about things, and we kind of built a relationship off of that. I don't think it necessarily was built on the fact that, oh, well, there goes a gay person. Let me let me, let me me do everything to be his friend or whatever. You know, it was more of a natural from that aspect. Um, okay. As far as the Kim Kardashian thing goes, I do think, I agree with you in the fact that it's problematic. Like, you, oh, so you, now you outing somebody is negative. Like, if Tyson Bedford is gay, let that man be gay and give him my phone number while you at it. Honey, do that. Okay? But do you think that there... Do you think that gay men should be cautious in making these connections with, you know, female friends? And, like, do you feel like that we, as a community, as, you know, as gay men, should be more mindful about who we give access to? I think that's the term. I don't think we need to be cautious about have making make friends with who you want to make friends to. But I think you need to be cognizant of who you're giving access into your personal life. Right. You know, and if... It come, I mean, everybody goes off. You know how to go off of vibes. You know how to go off of common sense, obviously. you know. So if you feel like you're being used, then damn it, you probably are. So I think that needs to be an awareness. And then you kind of build off of that to really build out your friendships. And then, you know, you find out who's genuine and who's there to just be not gen- disingenuous. Yeah, I think that we need to stop inviting so many girls to the cookout just because... Yeah, I mean, when you do things like this, this is what you can run the risk of. Right. Of Somebody them going too out. Comfortable. Yeah, or when they're not in your company going mm-hmm. out and like, you know, saying whatever they feel like they have the access and agency to say. Right. Because of who they're friends with or what they've done. Right. You know, like, oh, I have so many. Like, it's just like a white person say, oh, I have so many black friends. That's like, what it's like it's, it's, it's the same thing. And so just being mindful of that. And then also, like, I feel like we have to do a better job of calling those things out. For me personally, I've never put, like, my like my sexual orientation so high on like the identity scale that like I'm always like calling out like things that I see or things that I hear being like you can't say that or like you like really shouldn't say that Mm -hmm. um but I think that you know if I'm wanting to be the best support for a friend like get letting them know like the things what they're saying is like not okay or like hey like like you like that's not cool i think that's kind of what i live by you know i mean like i am not 
fighting the good fight, and maybe I should, I don't know, call me a bad gay or whatever. Bad like gay. I I am aware. I'm very aware. And I think um, I approach it from the standpoint of I, I can't police everything, but if, you know, from my immediate friends and people that I'm around or associated with, if they were to say something problematic like that, I mean, I would let them know like, hey, probably don't say that again. Here's why. And then if that continued, then I would begin to disassociate myself yeah. with said individuals because obviously now okay you don't respect me if you call myself my you call yourself my friend you should be respectful of you know the things that i'm telling you that is not appropriate for you to say i agree boom 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 boom. i totally agree um so yeah i will be very intrigued to see how this kind of plays out or it as always i feel like it will die down the mm-hmm. moment someone else says something and that say we will, something sideways yep and they'll be like oh okay <laughs> This I'm sure Donald Trump will do something to distract everybody. So I guess I guess my my only next thing was is like, you know, when you do, why did it happen in the first place? Like, why couldn't Tyson just keep his mouth shut? And like, what gives him the right to say? What something? gives him yeah. the right to like first like you mm-hmm. know rate and be like, mm, I'm not a fan of this woman's body and, and not like expect the, her like I'm not the, I'm not a fan of like the choices that you've made to. You know, do right. it. like no one's asking for right. anything from you, and like my body is mine, and like I can do what if, I want. Yeah. If it's not for you, then like, hey, maybe you should keep that to you and yeah. only you. I'm like, you don't have anything nice to no say. No need for you to like comment on my body. Like, I agree with that. So, like, why did that happen? And like, in my head, like, yeah, like, nigga, you had that one coming. Like, I agree. I um, agree. I mean, I and I. That, that was the other piece I was thinking of, too, as well. I, this whole spotlight is on Kim. What about Tyson? Like, Tyson, you started all of this. If you didn't like it, just keep swiping. Keep right. scrolling. I mean, you didn't need to comment. But obviously, he commented because he knew it was going to make waves. And that's what men do. Like, they feel like they, you know, they're entitled to comment on women's bodies. And right. What they're a fan of and what they're not a fan of. That's what... Come on, hashtag feminism. You know, just... <laughs> anyway. All right. What's next? Um, is that all you got for Gays of Our Lives? That's all. Well, just for our last segment, we're getting into reading Rainbow. And I just want to... I'm shaking my head right now, honey, because Monique... What are you doing, girl? What are you doing? <laughs> Girl, where do you think you're going? Where do you think you're going? Going. Girl, what are you doing, Monique? She got was in an interview talking about basically defending Roseanne and saying Roseanne is my sister in comedy and which she is. It's a sister in comedy. Cool, 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 cool. Girl, you don't. This is not your area. You don't need to say anything. You need to let this go. Let it go. Let it go. Okay. Because you have already got your own qualms. You know, you can't ask somebody to boycott Netflix for gender bias and racism, but then, oh, but we should give Roseanne a second chance for the exact same thing. You know what? Like, no. (laughs) No. Monique, to me, is is the Azalea Banks of the comedy world. Pretty much. Like, she... I feel like she's thrived and she's like now found a niche in saying things that are controversial, explosive, problematic, polarizing, explosive, that will like get her name up in, in the, the shade news, room and on the headlines. news mm-hmm. and everywhere to kind of just be 
you know, oh, can you believe that she said this? And I feel like that that is something that she is capitalizing on. She knows that, you, you know, people right. are really like looking for her to say something. And so she's going to give you something to talk about. Let's give him something to talk Basically, about. Basically, you know, and it's just like, well, like, wow, so it's like, you, for me, she's never needed to do that. Like, you have built such a name on your talent alone. Like, she, Monique is hilarious. She's very talented. She's a very talented actress. And you've never needed to build, um, notoriety or build buzz around your name based on saying problematic things you never needed that before so why are we making that jump now and like you can argue well you know she's been blackballed and and things like that like i feel like she's had more than enough opportunity to come from that and to kind of change that narrative and she's chosen um, not and to. she's yeah and she's like made another choice so for me monique says like i'm not gonna be able to give you any more energy Monique, that's why you get this week's reading rainbow, baby. Let it go. So let it go. You need to worry about getting your career on track, and not so much of dealing. You know, trying to get everybody else's career on track. Let it go. Let Sydney go. Plum, as well, Jesus. Okay, that's all I've got for reading <laughs> rainbow. I'm not even going to comment on that. Um, all right. Well, we've come to the end of the road. Is it over already? This season. Season uh, one of Cold Pop. So, Marcus, what was your favorite moment of the season? Ooh, I have several. Maybe you talking about how you don't want no gay friends. Which um, I never said. Us talking about monogamy, although that was an interesting episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. There's just so many. I like them all. I like them all. Yeah, I think, for me, the big ones that <laughs> stand out in my mind, and this is also, like, what viewers, like, not viewers, listeners commented on was our conversation about Beyonce and J-Lo. Oh. So that very early Oh, one. where did people comment on this at? Because I didn't see on, any of uh, On Instagram. Oh, you must have been um, uh, shading me have, from those. No, not at all. You know. Shielding me. It's my job to kind of shield you from bad press and, like, you know, don't read that. No press. Uh, any press but, is good press, honey. But I would say that that's one. Uh, I would also maybe talk about are uh <laughs> the the uh how to get away with murder recap when we were talking about Cicely Tyson and the hair salon scene oh, oh how to get yeah, away with murder yeah. that was a good one as yeah. well um I feel like I we had a lot of good moments yeah we'll have so much to talk about next season Game of Thrones is coming back our Game of Thrones recaps, they were always epic. Like these are always they were always great. And then so, also so our Beyonce Rihanna. Um That commentary. oh, that would be one because I took out the social media and got a lot of comments. Yeah, that on was that. good. So that was a very interesting one, the Beyonce Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, good times, good times, good times. So like we said, we're going to take a little bit of a break, a little um, in between seasons before August and September, and we'll be back sometime this fall. So definitely be on the lookout for teasers, videos, maybe even a photo shoot. Right. And it's really important, all of you listeners out there, to make sure that your friends know about us as well. Yes. While we're on this break, this is the time that they can get caught up on Binge all of listen. our craziness, yes. all of our antics, so that they're ready to go for season two. Yeah. So don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast at 
Cold Pop on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and also... Be sure to follow us on IG yes. at Cold Pop Show. And follow us individually on our own personal Instagram accounts. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. You can follow me on Instagram at Trenton Rashad. What song should we leave them with? Give me a good, let's, what's a good song? I feel like we're always singing on this. Although we go. I feel like, no, that's so obvious. Give me something else. <laughs> Give me something else. That's so obvious. Okay, we're obviously. I don't. I don't have a. That's the song that was on my heart. That song God placed on my heart. Oh, okay. Well, amen to that. I. I don't know. Do you have another song? I don't. I was just, you know, right off the top of the dome. I will remember you. Do so sad. And okay, Sarah McLaughlin, and we're done. Thank you guys so much for listening. All right, listeners. We'll see you in season two. Until we meet again. Mwah. Bye. Thank you for listening to Cold Pop.